Welcome back to Your Rights Matter. The podcast where we look at getting the rights you're entitled to and helping you navigate your way through the often complicated system. This series is brought to you by Living with Asperger's in South Wales. Their mission is to create a fair and inclusive society for those living with disabilities. In this series, I am joined by Kester Dean, Disability Rights Advisor. Together, we are here to help. From asking your employer for adjustments, learning to use the Equalities Act, and using courts and tribunals, all in one easy-to-listen mini-series. For Living with Asperger's, I'm Harry Bly. This is Your Rights Matter. Episode 3, we're talking about the 2010 Equalities Act and how you can use it to ask services, your employer or your local authority to make reasonable adjustments to make your life easier. Kester, can you start by telling me what the Equality Act is and what it's there for? The purpose of the Equality Act is to ensure that disabled people can access and use services and goods on a similar footing to everybody else. Um, It therefore requires service providers, amongst other things, to make reasonable adjustments. And traditionally, this has meant um, wheelchair ramps and lifts and so on. But it goes way beyond that. So for people with learning disability, organisations, if it's reasonable and practical for them to do so, depending on their size and if they can afford it, they must put information in a format that people with learning disability can understand or people with visual impairment whatever your impairment is you're entitled to reasonable adjustments and a service provider or goods provider cannot not make a reasonable adjustment the government in discharging public functions cannot not make a reasonable adjustment if it's reasonable for them to do it they must do it and that's powerful what sort of adjustments should public and private services make in accordance with the Equalities Act? So if you're at a substantial disadvantage because of the standard way they're doing things, so for example, if they give you bills in a format you can't understand, if they give you contracts in a format you can't understand, then they must work with you to make that information understandable if it's reasonable for them to do so in light of their size and budgets and so on. Um, But the only way you can enforce that is by bringing a case against them. And it's rare, in my experience, that organisations will always just do it without being told they've got to do it. That's where the Equality Act comes in. So how can people go about asking these services to make adjustments? To start with, it's just making it clear that you're asking for that adjustment under the Equality Act and making it clear that if they don't do it, you will progress the matter further. Um, And that means bringing a case in the county court. And this is where a lot of cases fall down, because obviously that's a big step to take, and people are often frightened to do it. And that's why so many services aren't accessible. So it's a bit like the chicken and egg. Um, The services won't improve until people bring cases. Um, So... The cases need to be brought. On the note of local authorities, what are some examples of local authorities and why are they important to us as citizens? A key function of local authorities for many people now is housing benefit. 
Um, although universal credit's gradually replacing it, most people with housing cost support are getting it on housing benefit um, because housing costs are so expensive. Housing benefit is often very difficult to access. It often involves filling in complicated forms and having to produce complicated documents to support your claim. The council must help you to do that either by way of a visiting officer service, which some councils are saying they've not got, even though they must have one, and also through producing resources to enable you to claim it in easy-read formats and so on. Other services include social care support. The council must make an assessment of your needs if it appears to them that you need community care services. So if you're struggling with your daily needs, um, they must assess you and they must consider providing you with services against fair and reasonable criteria and they must give you a decision on all of that in writing. To what extent does their funding affect their decision in making these adjustments? Yeah, local authorities often use funding cuts as, an, as a catch-all excuse for not doing things that they have to do. Um, it's not a reason to not assess somebody's needs by saying we've not got any money. That's a legal obligation that they must discharge. It's nothing to do with their budgets. They must assess you if you give them reason to believe that you need services. They are allowed within limits of obligations on them where they must provide services, they are allowed to some extent to take resources into account when deciding what services they provide, but that isn't the same as just saying you're not having anything we're skint. That isn't allowed. How can people ask their local authority to make these adjustments if they've been turned down in the past? The main thing to do is write to them, if you can, if you can't get some help, and make it clear that you're applying for a reasonable adjustment under the Equality Act. And the key with all reasonable adjustments cases is to state clearly what you require them to do. Don't just put, I need a reasonable adjustment. Say exactly what it is you need them to do. If you need um, housing benefit information in an easy read format, tell them that. If you need an assessment for social care services and they're not doing it, tell them that's what you need. And tell them that your understanding is, is they must do that. And tell them that... If they're going to make a decision on that, which they will do, that you require that decision in a format that you can understand, including giving you information in a format you can understand as to how you can challenge that decision if it's one that results in your needs not being met. Next time on the final episode of this mini-series, we are talking about using courts and tribunals, how and when to use them, and Kester will break down some of the misconceptions about them. That's next time on Your Rights Matter. Do join me then. With thanks to Kester, for more information on your rights, go to his website, kesterdisabilityrights.com. To learn more about Living with Asperger's, visit livingwithaspergers.co.uk. With music by Scott Holmes. You can find more episodes and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. For Living with Asperger's, I'm Harry Bly. You've been listening to Your Rights Matter. Your Rights Matter.